back to other people's lives. Welcome back to the last episode of the season. Yes, this is the last episode of our, man, I don't even know the number of Six. the se- sixth season yeah. of other people's lives. Thank you for everyone for rocking out for that long. If you have been, if you haven't, and you're new from this season, welcome. Uh, usually we do these in seasons. We take some time off, but we recently... Uh, decided that we're going to take less time off mm-hmm. uh, this time, but we do that so that we can, you know, collect calls and put out only the the best of the best, um, you know, because you know when you when you rely on, you know, other people to to make the show, sometimes it doesn't always work out the way you do you want, and it's hard to schedule and find time for everyone. So what he's saying is it's not easy, but it's definitely worth it. Right. So. <laughs> So we're, we do have some time off. Yeah, and man, this season went by quick. Yeah, I do feel like it went went by quick. It was been a fun season though. And we, you know, in the past we've been mysterious. We don't tell you when we're coming back, but you know, I think I think we're more mature now as a show, and we're going to tell you when we come back. Right. So that you guys can be ready. Yes. So it's only going to be it might feel like a long time, but only 6 weeks off. And we will be back on Thursday, September 26th. Right. With a brand new episode. And, you know, we'll be honest. I know we we plugged the Instagram a few times this season. We talked about video clips and things like that. Uh, We didn't get too much video out there. But next season, we're really stepping everything up a notch. Uh, The show has grown tremendously. And we're, you know, ready to give you guys... The best episodes we can, a lot of video and video clips, a lot more on the Patreon, uh, just really everything on steroids once, yeah, we, once we, September 26th hits. We want to put out a bunch uh, more content, and we don't want to just make it just the podcast. We want to do stuff outside that, so there's going to be video clips. Um, you know, we have a nice little set um, set up here, so it's going to be it's going to be cool. I, I, I'm looking forward to it, um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. with all of that said... Uh, we do have one more episode for you guys that's going to get super interesting. Um, we have someone who's been a catfish for 14 years. That's a seasoned catfish. I don't even know if I've had a computer for that long. Right. 14 years. How old what was I, 13? Uh, yeah, I probably had a computer, but not for that long. Yeah, I wonder how old this person is, to be honest. Uh, yeah. You know, I got caught up in like a whole big catfish thing once. Actually, twice, but one of them was like big news like what do you mean? Like it was on like 2020, like it was huge. Like the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I wasn't personally on it, but it was like this whole thing, and you know there was you, people. The who story are, of you getting catfished was on 2020. No, no, no. I didn't get catfished. I my my f- likeness was used in a in a case where someone was. So being, you were the catfish, not you, but your my image. face was used. Well, uh, multiple people were. Wow. So there was uh this, you know, girl. Um, and she was using, uh, I mean, the gist of it is she was using a bunch of people's likeness. Some one being a professional athlete, one being this, uh, attractive girl and then using the catfish of the attractive girl to go at the real athlete and then using the fake athlete to go at the real girl. What? Like this. Yes. It was a very, she's just like puppet master. Yeah. It was very intertwined. And then I somehow was thrown in there. How did you get in the mix? And some, and I was, my, my pictures were used as, um, you know, the face of this guy that some girl was dating for four years online. And apparently, you know, so someone online thought they were dating 
you no, for no, not years. not me. But you're someone who with, with my face, your face. They yeah, thought they were dating name. your face for four years. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't my name. It wasn't Joe Santagata. It was a different name. Right. But it was my face. It was my pictures. So they thought that their boyfriend looked like me. Uh, and there was some crimes that were committed, like you know bribery and wow, all kinds of shit. And then there was like this, you know, whatever the 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 athlete ended up getting like suspended for a little bit because of. Some stuff, yeah. It was like it was all this fucked up. It was like a big fucked up thing, <laughs> yeah. And it was honestly scary for me because I didn't know what to do. And you know, usually we didn't do real long intros, but it just kind of directly relates to this. I kind of want to like very much relates. Yeah, it's a it's a very crazy story. But I I was at home one day and my friend had called me, and he's like, "Yo, I'm at work, but someone just called me and said like they're like FBI or something, and they're looking for you." Or the <laughs> or and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I was very scared. And then um, I was like, what did they say? And he said that you were like a victim of a crime. And I was like, oh, it was probably like a fake thing. This is like no crime has happened to me, you know? Like I checked my bank accounts and shit. I was like, yeah. I'm good. Um, and then someone called my house. Like my phone, my house phone rang. Um, and then I just hear my dad like, Joe, you better come up here. So then I get on the phone and it's, it's you know, in Canada. So it's like a Canadian FBI, whatever the equivalent is. I don't even know if it's called that, whatever. But and she starts going over this. She starts in, like asking me questions and interrogating me. Do you know anyone from Canada? Do you this? this, this, this. So I had to like you know I have like very few friends who are from Canada, but I had to mention them and be like, yeah, I know these people, and they were probably investigating them to see if it was them or something. But there was all these questions, and I actually had to go into the city to like a Canadian embassy or whatever, <laughs> and and get and, and do like a deposition, and it was on camera and everything. And they were all, asking me all, all because your photo was used. Yeah, because I think at one point they had to assume that it was me. I guess. I and, mean, yeah. So you're was, an immediate suspect. Yeah, I guess but, if your photo. Uh, the used. guys were very cool. Who were like, I, I guess, interrogating me. Well, they were not Canadian, really interrogating so. me. Yeah, no, they were incredibly cool, and they were they were like saying the whole time, like, dude, we're not like you're not a suspect at I, all. Yeah. Like we just want we're building our case against this person who we know it is, so we need your you know, whatever. But I, I was so scared, dude. I went by myself too. Like I, I didn't even like tell my parents, like my parents knew what was happening, but I didn't tell them I was going to this thing. I honestly thought for like a split second, like I was mad nervous going there. I'm like, what if these dudes are just telling me like everything's cool. And when I get there, they just arrest me. You should never go home again. Yeah. Like it was, it was just very scary, but the guys ended up being super cool. They're like, Oh yeah, we're going to come down. We were going to come out down this week, but we're coming down the week, uh, the week that the Winnipeg Jets play the Rangers because we're big <laughs> Winnipeg Jets fans. That's insane, um, though. So that's, yeah. that was a serious... It was a very serious catfishing thing. Yeah, um, which just goes to show you how serious this can be. And, yeah. And not something to be taken lightly. Like no. Using it, someone else's likeness, convincing someone that you're someone that you're not, forming relationships. And yeah. And yeah, who knows how deep these things get. Yeah, it's you know, a lot of people write it off as, as silly of being like, how could you not see this person or like ask to FaceTime or whatever. But when, when you're like young and impressionable and maybe lonely, like just having someone to talk to all the time is like enough. And, you know, maybe it's someone being like, you know what, I don't want to go out of my way and like ruin it for me because I'm having a really good time here. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're a little like whatever. But, you know, people go great to great lengths to, to protect their catfishing profiles. Like I, I remember seeing a story where, you know, someone created like entire friend group and like family because that would make it more believable. Like yeah. It's just, and that's what I'm interested in too. Like the consistency of pictures, making sure everything's updated when this it's not you. So how do you keep up that appearance of this is like a normal person 
living their life. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how it's, do you pick? I guess who your victim is, you know, like someone chose you obviously. Right. And people get chosen all the time. I mean, I'm cool too. I got mini catfished. Did you? Well, funny enough, my now fiance's sister hit me up on the side cause she saw me on Bumble, but it wasn't me. Someone like changed the name, but it was like my picture. Oh. So she was like, look, just tell me now. Like she <laughs> thought it was you. You're, you're dating my sister, but is this you on a dating app using a different name? It's like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do you remember the name? John. Oh yeah. Just run of the mill. John. John. I ended actually ended up contacting Bumble through Twitter and they thought it was funny. And then like, I'm like, then I became friends with people there. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, catfishing. It's a, uh, no, it's, it's no joke. I can't imagine how often it happens. I mean, all oh, the all tools, the are, they're readily available for anyone, like the internet, a computer, yeah. and you can create a complete fake persona. Yeah. I also wonder, like someone like the, the woman we were about to speak with who has been doing it for so long, like how into it, how into character do you get? You know, if, if is it different people for these 14 years? Has she been being the same person for 14 years? Because then you're, like living a double life at that point. Yeah, I mean, there's a yeah, whole these are, these are questions here. we're going to ask. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, before we just like give them all away. Uh, what like, if we find out it's the person who used you to get Oh, man, I'll be honest with you. I'd be freaked out. That would be nuts. And we probably Small world. We probably couldn't put this out, but it, oh, would, we're it would putting be it scary. Out. All right, before we get to our call, uh, let's get to our first sponsor for today. I don't have kids personally, but if I did, I would definitely subscribe to KiwiCo. And I know we have a lot of parents out there that listen to the show, and we're excited to tell you about KiwiCo because it is a subscription box for your kids that's fun, educational, and helps them develop creative confidence to change the world. Uh, KiwiCo creates these super cool hands-on projects for kids that make learning fun. So my little cousin uh actually used the kiwi box last time i saw him he showed me the rainbow optics box that i gave him he literally with his hands made a color changing lantern that projects different colors and patterns uh he's five years old by the way and what? <laughs> and had a blast doing it uh and you get a new box each month so you get basically a different project uh that your kid gets to work on you know each month each month and each box comes with all the supplies that are needed for that particular project. It's super detailed, but easy to follow instructions uh, written for kids so that they can understand and follow along. And we understand that, you know, as a parent, you're busy and uh, KiwiCo is just a great way for your kids to have, you know, playtime, but learn at the same time and, and create some really, really uh, cool stuff that they're going to enjoy and learn a lot from. It's convenient. It's affordable. Uh, it's a great way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be. And there's no commitment with KiwiCo. So you can cancel anytime. And monthly options start at only $19.95 a month. And that includes shipping. So for our listeners, you can just go to KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash OPL. You get your entire first month free. And again, that's KiwiCo.com slash OPL. Entire month free, KiwiCo.com slash OPL. 
Hello? Hey, how's it going? You got Greg and Joe here. Hey, can you hear me? Hey. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, sweet. Um, cool. So we just did an intro. You know, we kind of introduced you as someone who has been catfishing for 14 years, which is a substantial amount of time. So our first question is kind of, you know, how did you first get into it? We want to start at the beginning. How did you first get into it and what led you to keep this up for as long as you did? Okay. Yeah. So it all happens like, it's actually been like 15 years now that I think about it. It was like 2004. Um, I was in middle school and I had like one of my friends come over just to stay the night, hang out, whatever. And we were just playing on the computer nothing major, just being stupid. And she was like, yo, have you heard of like buddy pick? And I was like, no. And then she was like, well, my sister has this page called buddy pick. And it's like, where you just upload a picture like your picture or whatever, and it's kind of like hot or not. So the guys or the girls are like, get to rate that profile of like a one to 10, which is like kind of really fucked up, but um, 10 being like the hottest. And then, so she was like, we should make one. And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking hot. I'm not doing that. She was like, no, 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 we should make like a whole fake page or whatever. Like we can like get a girl and like upload it and we can just like start like fucking with people. And I was like, all right. Like I was a dumbass. I was like, yeah, for sure. So, um, fast forward we like go to google or whatever and like back in like 2004 like the internet wasn't like that popping so if we, we typed in like um i don't know like I, I can't remember like brunette teenage girl you can't like type that in now because like you'll find like some porn shit but like back in the day you could <laughs> and it would be like normal shit and so we found like this girl like on page one too it was like really fucking crazy and it was taken from like a um like a normal like cell phone like a sidekick cell phone so it looked legit as fuck so we took it and then we just made the profile and like right when we made it like so many like hella guys was like it was like t like messaging and rating us 10 and like just talking to them and then we stayed on there for like three hours and it was really fun and then we got off and then like hung out and then she went home the next day and then when she went home I was like that was really fucking fun I want to do that again so I like logged on and then I just you know kept going and just after that, it just got, it got like super, super deep. So that was like initially like the whole foundation of how it all started. And then I just started messaging guys. And then like, I, that's when like MySpace was like really popping. And then Love I MySpace. I miss it. I miss MySpace. <laughs> right? Like, like if you think about it, like <laughs> we were like some crazy like HTML, HTML like coders. You know what I mean? Like, that, like no, the kids don't know Hell that. Hell yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Mad Pick surveys and shit. I just want to have my yeah. top friends so, so Joe could not be in it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> You know right. I'd be in that. <laughs> but um, I like the all, the only thing was like on Buddy Pick you could only upload one picture. Um, it wasn't like multiple. It was like very basic and standard. So I could anybody um that looked like that girl because it was just a Google picture. I had no idea. So then I had to like I had my own personal MySpace, and so I just started like researching and like trying to find another girl that looked like her. So I did, and then I just created like a whole MySpace account of this new girl that looked like this other girl that I had on Buddy Pick, and then it just got really fucking deep, dude. So, okay. So wait, you've been rolling with this this girl for since then, or has it changed? Oh no, it's like been the same girl since. Really? Then. Like, what does the yeah, girl look dude, like? She's <laughs> she's like a super smoke. Like she's super cute. Like she has like um. I mean, I, I don't really know how to explain her. She's like, right now, like, she's like this, I don't, she has like thousands of, like, followers on IG. She's, um, 
she's like super fresh so she has like mad kicks but she like also is like really really girly and she has like a really dope body i don't know i mean she's i don't really know how to explain her just like a girl that anybody would look at and be like yeah she's 100 percent attractive mm-hmm. so do you know who the actual person is uh like have i talked to her personally no like you just know who it is though oh yes no like i, I don't like she doesn't live in the same state as me or anything like that i just have like been doing it for so long that i like know her whole life no that's what I, that's what Which i mean is, so you yeah really. you definitely know like about her oh yeah 100 percent. so you so this girl obviously is a real person who exists out there and has their own pages and everything but you've been basically Correct. using the same images for the past i mean i guess we could call it 15 years of this actual person Correct. growing up and getting older but you're just running Correct. different accounts with her basically that she's not aware of oh she's aware like she will put it like she's put on her um ig story and she has like thousands of followers so she'll put like on her ig story like um she'll like you know how you can do like somebody ask me questions and people will just send questions on your ig so someone will say yo do you know that you know this person is i'm not gonna say the name but this person does like using your pictures and she's like yeah she's been doing it for years like it she like does it at this point she's like not phased at all oh so she knows but i guess for you it doesn't matter because the people that you talk to using her image they have no idea that Correct. there's a real her. Yes. I mean, it matters, but essentially, yes. So does she not have, like, like, does she have, like, not enough followers that it's, like, safe? Because if she had, like, millions, it would be harder to, like, sell, no? Right, right, right. So she doesn't, so the only thing that she uses is Instagram. Um, and then she has, like, Snapchat, but she only has like 43,000 followers. So it's really not that big of a deal. It's not that like, you know, she doesn't have like a million followers now. Right. Yeah. So I guess to go back to the beginning, why someone else? Like I, I get the whole, you know, the buddy pick story of, I guess it was just getting that constant, you know, validation and messages from guys. But how do you go from, haha this is just you know buddy pick there's guys messaging us too okay now i want to take this a step further and use these pictures but start to like actually create a personality around it right so i wasn't like you see your basic your standard like if you watch the show all of these girls or all of these like catfish people they usually have like it stems from some sort of like trauma or like you know i was bullied or i was this or i was that like that really didn't come from me um, I wasn't necessarily lacking self-confidence or self-esteem. I mean, I guess we all do. Like, we all have our own, like, flaws or, you know, insecurities. But And, like, of course, like, I was bullied, but, like, everyone was. So it wasn't anything that really impacted me negatively to make it the main reason I did that. I was just more so, like, the girl that hung out with, like, all the, like, really pretty girls in middle school and high school. And all the guys were, like, cool with me. So... I would be the one that would like hook up my guy friends with the girlfriends or I'd be like the one at the parties while everyone else like made out and danced or whatever. And I would just be like at the side chilling, like making jokes and like eating snacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that saying that goes around where it's like the scenario between like a guy and a girl and the girl's like, Oh, I just wish I could find a guy like you. And then it pants to the dude. And he's all, Oh fucking, I am a guy like me. So right. that's just like kind of how it was with me. Like I kind of just figured like this is 
I always say like it's a form of escapism to me, just a way of like testing what life would be like if I were the same person, but I was just more physically attractive because I, I don't know. It was like the only way that I could have intimate relationships with men without being considered the, the wingman or the homie. Like, you know, like, yeah, I want to play basketball and I want to beat your ass in Street Fighter, but I also just want to fucking hold your hand. But hmm. they never really saw me that way. So, you know, once I started getting attention and like, oh, yeah, like they think I'm cool. Like they just didn't see me in that way. And I don't know, just putting like a different identity to that, actually finding out what it feels like to connect with a man or like, you know, on an intimate uh, level instead of it being like a platonic level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that it's so interesting. It It's it's a really interesting take on it because I think kind of going into it, just the second you started talking and explaining this, you sound like a really confident, fun, social person. And I feel like, sure, the show Catfish is kind of the... You know that's really what most people know. I think like that whole show is bullshit, from. though. Yeah, but the pe- <laughs> probably a lot of it. Like, but I think it's like fake. It might be like but, at this point. But because and the people are so exaggerated. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like like you imagine like before we got on this call, like who are we about to talk to right now? Because especially on the show, it's like they're just pulling some person out of like the mom's basement and they're socially inept and yeah. they they like can barely get a word out and they just live online and create these personalities. But speaking to you right now you're super well spoken and like i said you seem confident and fun so it's an interesting take where you're almost saying i guess it's kind of like friend zoned in a way or you've experienced a lot of that in your life and that kind of led you to you know create this different i guess not personality i guess it's a different image you're saying but kind of your personality like you're still being yourself it's just not your face right exactly and like that's what I struggled with in the beginning. Like I didn't get that attention. I didn't like truth be told, I really wasn't attractive. I didn't have that confidence to really talk to men on that level, but I would be, I would just be able to talk to them platonically. So now like after like high school and like I had like a major glow up and now I'm like doing things and actually, I, I don't know, like I'm a completely different person now. You know what I mean? Like I, I I'm not, ugly I don't not to say that I was ugly but I I really kind of was like I just didn't know guy like wanted to stick their dick in me at all like as as raw as that is like I'm sorry but it's like I I don't know there's just not a lot of girls like when I would talk to the guys they would be like you know there's not a lot of girls like you you're so pretty but you have all these cool things about you wow 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 so I could still like be 100% me but just also be told that I was pretty and now it's not that way now I can I'm getting both but I don't really know how to like I don't really know. I don't really know how to like stop that. Do you know what I mean? So you're, so you, I, so I mean, what I'm getting from this is that you're telling me like this happened sort of like in, because everyone has like an awkward face around that age. Like I was right. looking like fucking weird as hell back then in middle school. So yeah. <laughs> like I get it too. But um, you're also dealing with a very immature people around you too. Yeah. And I also could get, cause like, yo, right. it, it, that was just like a prevalent thing back then too. Like with MySpace also, where there was like, you know, a mad catfishing going on, you know, like there would be fucking old ass women talking to me and they have like big ass tits. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm, I must be popping right now. And I'm like seventh grade. I'm like, the <laughs> fuck? Like, it, it was just, right. it's just one of those things. But, you know, as you get older and as you said, you become more confident, you don't consider yourself like ugly and you definitely like, you know, have a personality and everything. 
you would th- like I would think that the need to continue to have these pages and this other persona would sort of fade. So do you do you can you pinpoint why it hasn't or why you know you you feel like you need to c- continue to do it and do you think that it would ever that you would ever stop? So it has stopped now. Um it actually like deleted everything um in the beginning of June. So like I'm like a month or a month and a half. Huh. A, month, a month clean. A month sober. Yeah. <laughs> clean, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's... like a month sober, dude. So, <laughs> yeah, so, like, the reason why I kept and, like, held on to it so long was because there was this guy that I actually just came clean to in the beginning of June. That's why I stopped it all. Um, but I was talking to him since 2005 when I created the MySpace after the buddy pick because it took, like, uh, a few months for me to create that. Um, but... Yeah, like, I was talking to him since 2005 as this other girl, like, and um, he didn't live, like, too far away from me. Like, the guys that I would talk to, that I would not talk to them if they'd be, like, a local guy. I'd make sure they lived in, like, in a different state, hours, hours away, so they would never find out who the fuck I am. Or, like, I would always, because it would be just, be like, a better excuse, like, oh, yeah, I can't come see you because you live seven hours away. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I can't do that. But this guy lived three hours away from me. And, um, I kept it because I was still, I didn't want to lose him because I knew that if I told him the truth, then he would just completely cut me off. Uh, I mean, I thought that, I mean, that's not what happened, but I thought that's what he was going to do. So were you, now, would you no, say no, you were like in a relationship with him? Like, I just want to understand since 2005, like how this has grown. Is it a friendship? Is it an act? Does he think he's in a relationship with this person that he's talking to online? Is there like, is there a romantic element to it? What, what's it like? Um, so it all started like us just being um, like back when I had met him in 2004 or 2005, whatever it was. Um, yeah, we were just friends. And then obviously he found the girl attractive. So that's why he started talking to her. And then <clears throat> it was never, but we, we genuinely just kept it platonic. We would never, talk like romantically sometimes we'd be like oh you're cute whatever um but it never got deep until um I would like stop talking to him for like I didn't I didn't actually stop talking to him for like three years at one point because he had like got a girlfriend didn't want to disrespect that and I had feelings and but I never like expressed that to him um but I like stopped talking for like three years because I didn't want to keep lying to him and then I would always find myself contacting him again because I missed him um because I we just had like a really dope friendship. Um, so now, um, like back in February, we got back in contact again. Um, I had like reached out to him and I, but I hadn't like spoke to him in months. So I reached back out to him and, uh, it was like constant communication. We started talking on the phone every single day and texting each other every single day. And, um, we like, he actually moved closer. So now he's like 30 minutes away from me. And I didn't know that until in February. And I was like, fuck. Um, but yeah, it just got like really intimate. And then we just started, like I started catching real feelings and then he started catching real feelings and it was, he still didn't know what I looked like. And then I was like, okay, I literally cannot do this anymore because I, I don't want to hurt him. And now it's like, um, now that I told him back in June, like, okay, I really have something to tell you da da da. I like sent him a video of me and I was like, this is who I really am. And I've been lying to you for, you know, 10 plus years, blah, blah, blah. 
and his reaction was like um he actually just like laughed at it and was like yo i i had a feeling that you were like fake because hmm. you never like no one he, he i don't know he was like no girl that looks like that would talk to me and he was like um you know i just knew that like every single time i wanted to see you, you'd always have like some sort of excuse um but now we still like talk every single day and have he, you like, guys met in person me um no not yet the only reason why is because i had to fly back home to where i'm from um because i had like a family emergency um so i couldn't see him the day before i left um i like i told him who i really was and then like two days later i had like a family emergency um and that week i was like working like over like 20 hours a day like it was like ridiculous i was like staying at work and doing overtime and doing like a whole bunch of different things and trying to do like um my whole like instagram thing and all that other stuff so i did not i didn't have a lot of time so then like two days later i had to fly back home for a family emergency and then i've been here longer than expected so we plan on seeing each other when i come back next week whoa so he and and he wants to be with you you said like you want to meet up in person and you want to actually pursue a romantic relationship yeah like bro he, this is uh, crazy um, how, like <laughs> how does this show always turn into like a love story i don't no know no matter what the time but uh, imagine the luck of being like oh yo we've been catfishing for i've been catfishing you for 10 years and then you're like this is the real me and he's like dope this always happens still attracted yeah. to you <laughs> like <laughs> yeah he even i was like so scared because like i like i said like i'm not i'm not here to toot my own horn like i know that i'm not ugly I know that I like really like, you know, had a glow up and shit. So I knew that showing him, he'd be a track, you know, obviously lying and being like an asshole and like betraying his friendship is like more important than looks. But, um, he was like, nah, like, you know, I think that you look better than the girl that whatever, da, 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 da. And I, I really do like you. And I, you know, I really do care about you and I think I love you. So I, I just want like, you're my best friend. I don't want to leave my best friend. And it, yeah, it's like lucked out on that. I don't know. Damn. Yeah, I'd that say happened so. like again prior to like two years ago. I did that to somebody else that I was talking to from 2006, um, and I told him the truth in 2016. And then he like fucking came to visit me because he's from Philly. Um, so he came and visited me and like hung out with me for like two days, and like told me that he wanted to be with me. After you it was weird. After you told him who you really were. Yeah. After well, I mean, he was tight. Like when I told him who I was. Um, initially oh he was tight he was so upset and i had to like you know i mean to be I fair i would be no, <laughs> I, well I like, i'm yeah. sure most people would be I'm like damn 10 <laughs> yeah, years no. but do, right, right. Do you, i wasn't expecting anything else yeah well first they should i don't know if the show catfish is still on but they should bring back a new version with you where you catfish people and then they fall in love with you in real yeah, life because that that's like a whole different <laughs> right. twist it's like the bachelor but like <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah. do you are you afraid that that the past and what you did will creep into your relationship at all because I, i'm just trying to put myself in the position obviously i can't fully understand it because it hasn't happened to me but you still took 10 years of lying about who you are to this person like do you think there's going to be trust issues or 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 fear that you i don't want to say like relapse that's an extreme word but you know yeah. that you might start <laughs> right. doing it again because it is something that you know you kind of said it it is addictive like I, you know to get that validation from you know a stranger even to just 
role play somewhat as someone else. Like I, I think people can kind of understand the appeal of those things. So do do you think that if this relationship does you know work out that that could affect it at all? Absolutely. Like he's he always um, asks questions anyways. Um, like I'll I'll start saying something and he'll be like, "Yo, is that a real story or are you like lying to me?" And it sucks because I'm like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, yeah, it's a real fucking story. But I can't I can't say that because obviously I'm a fucking liar. I lied to you for this long. So <laughs> anything I say, like I can say, "Yo, the grass is green," and he'd be like, "Yeah, fucking right, show me." You know, and I mm. can't be like, "Yo, for real?" Like, yeah, like I get it. So he questions me all the time, but he's like, and I I've always asked, like I tell him, you know, if you don't want to do this, I don't want you to be like in a relationship but more importantly like in a friendship where you feel like you know this person that i feel like means a lot to me is lying to me all the time like you don't you shouldn't put yourself through that you know what i mean like i don't want to go through that you're doing yourself a disservice you're doing our friendship a disservice and i tell him that all the time but i think like you know he now he's like starting to realize okay like literally everything that she told me is the truth Mm. um she was just hiding her face and who she was that's who i was that's what i was going to ask you next uh next i was going to say did you lie about anything else other than what your appearance was like the conversations you had did you make up any of them or did you act a certain way just to try and fit this mold or was it all you it just the picture was different yeah it was it was all me um like like i said i can't i hate keep going back to this catfish like mtv thing but like there's a there's a lot of a lot of people that be like yeah my mom has cancer and like her mom their mom's like 100% alive and like healthy and thriving and shit yeah but like I never did that at all like I was 100% me I th- I would like make up shit like if the girl like the girl would um go like out to the club or something and she'd like post like pictures and shit so I would like lie about shit like that he'd be like yo what are you doing and I would know that the like real girl is out of the club and I'd be like oh, I'm like out of the club I can't talk right now because then I would like take those pictures and like those videos that she was uploading and i'd have to use them like as live feed like oh yeah this is me at the club right fucking now just to like sell the story more so it'd be like little shit like that but it wasn't anything major like you know i'm in a car accident come get me you know yeah so uh, and and i guess personality wise it's you but your everyday life sort of becomes a lie in the sense that you have to do what this girl does yeah oh yeah exactly like it got really, really fucking deep, like, to the point where I was, like, not believing shit that I would, like, see, you know? Like, it was like, damn, I, like, lie all the time, and I'm doing all this different shit. I'm, like, living this other person's life and not really living my own. So it, I became, like, a shadow of somebody else, you know? And, and now, how deep does it go? Like, for, for this person you've been talking to for 10 years that are that they're constantly seeing pictures, are you... I'm sure that this person that you're using, their image, has you know, the same friends that maybe are appearing in photos and things like that. So are you creating friends? Like, are you starting to create, um, you know, like these characters around you? Like, oh, that's me and Lisa. Oh, that's, you know, my mom. Like, you're basically lying for these other people too. Oh, yeah. So, like, I would do, like, the whole, um, like, friend thing. Like, if the girl had pictures of herself with friends, I'd be like, yeah, this is so-and-so. And I would just, like, make up a fucking name. Um, this is me with someone. But if it was, like, her and her parents, I would never say this is her pa-. I would never be like, yeah, these are my parents. Because I didn't want to, like, involve my parents in that. Because, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was fucking... That was too weird, which sounds ridiculous because this is all fucking weird and ridiculous. But, 
Uh, <laughs> like, I just didn't want to be like, yeah, these are my parents for sure. So it was, I, I would be like, yeah, these are, these are my friends. This is fucking Courtney. And I would just give them names or I would like use the girl's friends, real, real names and just act like I'm cool with them. Mm-hmm. But I never like made a second page for, um, the other friends to make it seem like more legit. Do you know what I mean? So how, what are some things that you did to make sure that you could like sell that? Because I think now that it's more prevalent and yeah, there's the MTV show people are, I guess are more on edge and there's like, I guess a couple of things that people look for of being like, Oh, this might be a little weird or whatever. Like engagement. Is she really getting likes? Is yeah. it consistent likes from the same people? Are there comments from friends? Are there comments like from friends? Yeah. So uh, did you pay attention to any of that stuff or what? Like, yeah, like it got really deep. Um, <clears throat> so like the, there was when I had the um, Instagram and the Facebook, that Facebook was created like 2000, like when like 2007 or some shit. So like when Facebook, like, first like was popping so um I had a whole but I had more friends on MySpace than she did I had like 20,000 people on MySpace and she only had like 2,000 people so I was like getting like way more you know attention than the actual real person was so that just kind of like moved over to my Facebook and like all the people that I would talk to on MySpace um some people were like super delusional because like I um live on the east coast so like people would I would go to like seaside heights and shit or you know whatever and um people would say um yo I I saw you there I saw you there and they would I don't know like they would like make it up (laughs) and so I would just run along I would just go along with it oh like yeah yeah I remember seeing you at that that fucking (laughs) like Aztec and shit like I would just make I just go along with it and people I, I don't know if they really saw the real girl or I don't know what the fuck it was. I just went along with it. And then, um, yeah, like it just got, it looked legit. And I would do things like, um, the fake girl would have, she'd take so many selfies, dude, like so many fucking selfies. And I would save them and I would like screenshot them and I would like edit them to obviously like to crop out where it shows her real fucking name and her, where it came from. Um, and I would like put them like in an archived folder and not post them that day because sometimes it would be like, I would be talking to the guy that I'm talking to now or other people and they would say, you know, send me a selfie of you right now. And then so I just go through archived and see, you know, what fits like the mood that I'm talking to them in right now and just send them one because I never posted it. Do you know what I mean? So it looked legit as fuck. And sometimes she'd take like so many videos and so many pictures, like, you know, how like on girls on like when they get on Snapchat, they get like real wild and they'll just take like fucking 12 photos of the same fucking face, just a different pose. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm taking like doing a photo shoot for you right now. Mm -hmm. And they they would just believe it. So you just had a stockpile of images, like basically at your disposal for any situation. Yeah, I did. Which like, say I've like never said this out loud. So like saying it out loud sounds creepy as fuck. Well, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Oh yeah, like heavy work. Like I should low-key be getting paid for it, but it's like mad work. Like the videos and everything, like it would just, sometimes it would like, you know how when, oh dude, when they came out with um, fucking uh, the iPhone, you know how you can like screen record now? Yeah. Um, She would take like videos or whatever and I would take them, but like once it would be on her face and then she'd like flip the camera around and like show what's in front of her. Um, You know how like whenever you screen record, you can do like, um, microphone on so you can like talk to show your background I didn't even know that Does that make sense? wait I don't even know I didn't even know you could do yeah, that dude, either. Get, 
yeah, bro, get your iPhone out, man. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like if you hold down the screen record button, like just hold it down. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you click that on, then you can just like pretty much talk and it'll record your audio while you're like screen recording and oh, show wow. like if you're giving someone a tutorial like yeah go here then go here then go here you know like people do on youtube or shit so um i would like do that and i would screen record the video that i took and then when she would flip the camera around i would start talking and using my own voice like yeah this is where i am guys so it would like look like my voice and then it made it, people they people would like start to believe like oh that's really her because that's her voice and i've talked to her on the mm. phone so yeah so i would like there's levels shitty, to this. Like an, there's yeah. levels, dude. Like, I'm, like, an expert at it. And, and that sounds shit. I'm, I'm not, like, boasting or anything or, like, I'm proud of it. But, like, I put in fucking mad work, dude. And that's how I got people to believe, like, oh, this is actually a real person, you know? Yeah. So have you, like, told everyone that you've talked to? Like, you came out to all of them before you deleted everything? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, the people that didn't really, like, that I was, like, actually talking to on a daily basis... Like, some people would just be like, oh, I know this girl. I talked to her sometimes on comment or I'd, like, message and say what's up. That weren't really, like, constant communication, just, like, random people. Um, I didn't, like, tell them. I just deleted it because that's a lot of fucking people. But um, the people that, like, have my actual number and have, like, put in a lot of energy to me, like, yeah, I've told them the truth. Well, he was the last one that I, the guy that I was talking to. Yeah. Did anyone have a negative reaction? Um, no. Well, the guy that I, like, hung out with, the one from Philly, um, he was, like, the only one that was, like, really upset. But I, it was only those two guys that I was, like, talking to. Everybody else was just, like, random people mm. um, that I would just, like, be chill with that didn't really have my number that I would just talk to online or, like, Facebook Messenger or shit like that. Um, but, yeah, they these people didn't get upset. I actually, um, oh, wait, actually, no, I can't believe I'm, like, completely forgetting this. So there's this, I, like, catfished um this celebrity who was like i, I don't like want to say his name because that's fucking foul but um <laughs> he um i he was like big on youtube and then this is probably gonna give it away but um then he's like you know a part of snl and um but i knew him before he went on snl well i didn't know him as like me i knew him as like the other girl right so then when he like became a part of SNL, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that's kind of crazy. So now I feel like I'm I'm about to get like exploited because if he ever finds out, he has like this huge platform with millions of followers. Now everybody knows who the fuck this guy is. So now he's gonna find out. But then I um like met his um one of his friends who was like just a normal guy and like wasn't on the celebrity status. And I started talking to his friend, and then. I mean, his friend got really close and we exchanged numbers and we talked all the time and he, I actually didn't come out to him and like tell him who I was. He like found the real girl and he was like, yo, what the hell? He's like, this is, this is the real girl. Like you're lying. And I like instantly, like, I was like, oh fuck. And so I just like blocked him because I wasn't ready to, I wasn't prepared for it. I just wasn't, I was not ready for him to like find that shit out. And then I knew that the um, guy from snl was gonna find out and so i was like oh fuck my whole life's over because then the guy found out who i really was and he was like this is your real page i did like mad research on you and i was like fuck he man. found like the real but real you it... oh yeah yeah, yeah. He found, oh like, damn he reversed this whole thing 
yeah, he, I like met my fucking match, man. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the final boss. He's like, I got right, all your, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after that, I like blocked him because I was like, I was hella scared. And then I like felt shitty and I was like, all right, let me reach back out to this guy. And then I reached back out to him and he's like, yeah, why did the fuck did you block me? I wasn't like mad at you. And then he was like, but I did tell, oh my God, I almost said his name. But I did tell so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, yeah, but he doesn't really give a shit. And I was like, oh, okay. And so now me and, like, now we're, like, really, really cool friends. And, like, we talk all the time. And, like, we've, you know, hung out. <laughs> and, like, I, these people take it really easy. Why do you think that is? I do, dude. I really don't know. Because if it was me, personally, if it was me, I don't give a shit about how cool you are. I don't care how long I've talked to you. I don't care what connection we have. You're a fucking liar. You know what I mean? Like, you lied to me. I, now, I can't say that, that no one's really actually, like, pulled that on me, so I don't really know, but I I would completely blow up, and I wouldn't want to talk to you anymore because now I'm going to question every fucking thing that you tell me, and I'm going to question, like, do you really give a shit about me at all? Because you lied to me all these years for what? Like, what did you gain from this? You know what I mean? I guess if you like weren't doing anything like fucked up and you were kind of being yourself the entire time. It was just like the face was different Then someone can kind of yeah. see how, I, I don't know. I guess they no, could be like, I think you're right. Like, I don't know if this sounds crazy, but I, I could almost see forgiving that in a way, like maybe that bond that you've created and that like human connection and that friendship is stronger than the lie essentially. You know, to, to give yeah. up 10 years, five years, whatever it may be of someone who did just come clean to you. I mean, I guess in the SNL case, they found out. But in the other cases, you know, you did offer up the information. Yeah. I mean, we all really just want friendships I and relationships. So, yeah. and, and you're like, if you have that and if you've put so much time and effort into creating that. And then I right. guess if you can trust that this person for the most part has been being themselves minus, you know, the fact that they weren't completely honest about how they look, what they look like, um, you know, and, and their everyday life. But I don't know. I could like part of me can almost understand. Yeah. Like I said, I think as long as you don't do anything like fucked up, like then not condoning this at all, obviously, yeah, but I'm saying, right. in, I'm these, saying like, in these in, cases, in the, in the event that like, you know, whatever in this circumstance, I feel like as long as it wasn't like fucked up and it was just like, you know, you coming clean and being like, yo, I don't, I don't even know why I was doing this shit. And like, it was just like, whatever, but I got wrapped up in it. And like, you know, I almost wonder whatever. if we we're like desensitized to it to a degree, you know, like we just know, like we just understand that so many people use the internet in this way and it's almost is an easy thing to get caught up to. Right. I mean, caught up with, I, I wonder, I feel like I would be less mad than I would be like, why you know i'd be like confused <laughs> yeah you know especially because and super you, curious too it, I, and I, th I think it also helps too that you like you're you say you're not ugly and you're an attractive person and you had a glow up or whatever so guys are like all right this isn't so bad <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. so, but if you were like 800 pounds and like a dude they'd be like all right fuck you you know they'd be yeah. way more upset um yeah that's actually like I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. This no, is you're, good. you're good. You're good. You're <laughs> good. Um, yeah, that's like actually what <clears throat> every single one of them has said. Like the most recent one was like, 
yo, I'm going to be honest with you. If you were ugly as fuck, I would not fuck with you. He was like, I'm not going to lie. Like you looking the way that you look helped tremendously because if you didn't look that way, I would not be talking to you. But because you're aesthetically pleasing, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? See, and if I'm that guy, I would be even more confused. I'd be like, yo, you're good looking. Like, why are you doing this? Like, I'd be mad confused. There's there's definitely something like hypocritical about that where you'd be so angry if it was someone you weren't attracted to, but then you're not that angry if it's someone that's attractive. Because, but, but think about it. It's like attraction is the first thing that leads you to a person. So if I'm not attracted to you and the whole initial part of this is that, and it was a lie. No, of then course. it changes yeah, everything. Yeah. Especially if everything else is just how it is. Like she was being herself. She wasn't lying about stuff. So it was just her. But if I'm not attracted to you, then whatever. But if you reveal like, okay, I was lying to you. I don't look like that. I look like this. You're like, oh, well, I'm still attracted to you. It's like, all right, now we're right back in the beginning of shit. I know everything about you and I'm attracted to you. So I think that, like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, and then when you get to that point, yes, this person lied. Potentially there's some trust issues there, but are you is everyone going to just give up that friendship that you know you've worked hard at as crazy as it sounds because there was that kind of lie over everything but you've still worked hard on both sides at this friendship and this relationship yeah so i I, yeah I, i get you know i get it that these people weren't willing to walk away from that because that's hard. Like it's hard to bond with people that way. Yeah, you, and you personally, don't have that experience it, a lot in life. And you had a, a lot of platonic uh, relationships too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like in that case, like I don't give a fuck. Like if we're friends, like I don't give a fuck what you look like. Like you're cool. Like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I'll, I'll talk to anybody who's cool, and like be friends with whoever. Like I, I, I don't care what you really. <clears throat> Like, that doesn't really change anything. It was like, oh, I don't really look like this, like this. It's like, all right, cool. You're still like the homie and shit. But like, that's fucking weird as shit, though. You know, I'd be like, yo, that's weird. <laughs> right. You know, like, uh, uh, but, you know, I'd, I'd have a lot of more, a lot more questions about it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there would be that initial like, what the fuck? But then I think eventually, dude, 10 years is so long. That's what I'm really trying to think about is the relationship you would have with someone for 10 yeah. years. The things you would know about each other that inside jokes like you essentially have your own language at that point yeah that's a lot to just throw away yeah i guess it just depends how much weight you put on the lie and yeah obviously that's what would be the deciding factor for me and that's why i I was asking before because if you had lied about everything and like everything was a lie and like oh i i don't uh, I, this isn't my interest and I don't work here and I, I didn't do this, that, uh, like blah, 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 whatever the fuck it was. And you were just a completely new person. Then I would be mad because I've, I've been, betra- it would be more of a betrayal to me. But if it's like, I have all these questions like, no, I, now I want to know about your real life and how much did you lie about? And it was like, I literally only lied about my face. I'd be less mad than the other yeah. one. And I, yeah. I think, I think what we're getting at too is that while we obviously don't condone any of this. I mean, it's still obviously taking someone's, you know, image and yeah, you are lying up. to someone. Uh, I don't think there's any denying that. And you haven't denied that yourself, that you think it's wrong or that you understand that it's wrong. But yeah. I think the point is, of you know, of this conversation is there's people, there's a lot of people out there who in your position have done what you've done, but have taken it to a level where they are really complicating it by hurting people by potentially blackmailing people by who knows maybe getting money from people like i I think there's some motives that people have with catfishing that 
uh, really affect the, you know, I guess victim you can call it, uh, where it seems like for you, that was kind of your entry point was that lie, but you were kind of just being yourself. Right. Exactly. It was more so like, I don't really want anything from anybody. It was a selfish reason. Like I just wanted to find out what it felt like for a guy to be like, Hey, I like everything about you, but you know what I mean? Like all these guys liked who I was and, you know, playing fucking video games and shit and doing whatever and like being one of the homies. But now they're looking at me and I'm getting a, a an intimate conversation with these guys, you know, but it was never, I would never like blackmail or like be on some bullshit or try to get money from anybody. Um, it was, I, I would never do that. Like that's like foul as fuck. Yeah. Which I think is a side of catfishing that is the entertainment side that we've seen. Yeah. Right, where they're exactly. just like doing crazy shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For no reason. I don't understand that. Which is like a very common thing. Cause I mean, I was telling Greg before and we said about it on the intro, but there was someone who was using my pictures uh, like years ago and it's like, they were bribing people and they were extorting people and it was just like crazy shit. And like this girl ended up getting arrested cause it's fucking mad illegal, obviously. Right. It's just, it's just <laughs> yeah. crazy that people like will go to such, lengths to to do that and it's just yeah um, like i actually had this girl stole like my actual pictures um this was like uh like three months ago actually and she stole my pictures and this guy um hit me up and was like yo she's gotten like three thousand dollars out of me and whoa yeah so i've like been the catfish person and then like the catfish victim so it was like really kind of foul so i like yeah i would never but this guy was like, yo, are you the real person? Because this person, and they showed me their page, has I've sent her, and they sent me, like, screenshots of their PayPal. And a part of me was like, dude, fucking, we can be friends. You can send me all that money. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, yeah, so people actually do that shit, and I've been, like, a part of that, like, world. of like, damn, someone's actually getting money based off of, like, just being somebody else, you know? So that's a whole fucking thing. Do you have any advice for anybody who's currently involved in like a catfishing type of deal um for people like the victims or someone who is catfishing no someone who's doing it yeah i think you know face your truth you know what i mean it takes a lot because it does become an addiction and you realize when you're doing it you don't really love yourself so how can you love the people properly that you're, you know, engaging in conversation with and building these relationships, it's not real. It's not real at all. If you want to assist the world, you have to help yourself first. You know, the best things that you can do for the world around you or for the people around you is to make sure that nobody has to worry about you. Like, take care of yourself by any means necessary, um, but don't hurt other people. You know, you got to make yourself a plate of you first before you serve you to anybody else. And then after you've served yourself to everybody else through like genuine acts of service, you know, scan the room, scan the atmosphere, whatever you need to do and go get your leftovers of you. So you make sure none of you is wasted. You know, people who want to model after other people, um, other people should inspire you, you know, other people as like divine beings, having like a human experience should look at other worlds and other divinities. Like I don't, I realize that I don't want to do what you do. I don't, I want to do it my way. So we should be inspired by the good. Um, and just remake yourself, you know, take bits and pieces of other people. Like I like your connection to the, you know, comedic world, or I like your connection to the spirit or whatever it is, 
or how you speak that and making I don't want to steal from you I don't think other people should steal from you you know I'm not looking to become you we see other beings and instead of becoming inspired we become thieves so just be an artist because an artist draws from inspiration so just be an artist and not a thief and steal nothing and love yourself because that's the only way you're going to be able to love other people properly you know god damn did you read that just now that was like <laughs> the no. best like that was like a that was a crazy speech that was quite the answer that was that was cool though you're right yeah, it came from the goddamn heart man <laughs> yeah i know i mean it sounds like you've done a, a, a lot of you know looking inward and, and kind of figuring out everything because i mean it's still very new that you're like you know what i'm done doing this so i can see how it's very fresh in your mind of like this is like not what i want to be doing and i want to like build real relationships and you know i want to be me i don't want to be anybody else so i i get right. how you can have that fresh on your mind and you know really it's easy for you to talk about it you know yeah it's like the first time that i've ever actually told anybody none of my friends know none of my like no one knows at all so it it's definitely a journey that i had to take on my own because it's embarrassing to be like hey this is what i've been doing you know and i th think that's like the beautiful part about it is that like i was able to realize like you know, you don't, you really don't love yourself. You're not really loving other people. And to get through that and to realize that I'm not a beautiful person on the inside. I haven't been a beautiful person. I haven't been doing beautiful things and kind things and being nice to people because I've been lying and deceiving people. But once you realize that and get yourself out of that and you shut all of that down, you can just like unlearn and relearn and just remake who you are and really figure out, yo, who am I, but who do I want to be? You know? So I think it's better that way. Like, that's why I was like, yo, let me hit them up because I need I got some <laughs> shit to say. <laughs> no, and, and this is great. I mean, it's a great like episode. With, with all that said, do you regret doing it at all? Or do you think it was a necessary part of your journey to get to where you are now? No, I don't regret it at all. I don't really regret anything. I think it was necessary because I wouldn't, uh, I just wouldn't be able to, know how to I don't think I would have been able to know how to com like connect with different humans and have like that sort of a human experience with other people and meeting all these incredible human beings it's these people have taught me so much about myself and I was able to really just open up and grow and evolve and you know be stimulated it, mentally and spiritually so I don't regret anything like I it sounds shitty, but I, if I could go back, I probably would like be like, fuck yeah, upload that picture on buddy pic. You know, I probably would like knowing that I know I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm going to lie to every fucking body, you know, because it really taught me like how to be a good person because I had to be a shitty person and I had to do shitty things. And now I just know, you know, you just got to do shitty things in order to, you know, not do shitty things. Well, that's fair. Maybe you learn the yeah. most about yourself when you're not totally being yourself. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe that's maybe that's drop this mic. Yeah, yeah you try <laughs> you tried really hard like I need a slogan before we end this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we appreciate you coming on and sharing your story cuz I mean it was it was really cool. It's a it's a cool like perspective. It did not go in the direction I thought. No. I thought you would be like a yeah, 700 really pound man. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, no. I was like really, really nervous for this whole thing. Like when you guys were calling and like setting it all up, I felt like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone when like the wet bandits pulled up and he was like, this is it, don't get scared now. You know? <laughs> so I like essentially felt like an eight year old abandoned boy in Chicago whose family just didn't give a shit about him during the holidays. <laughs> it was like really bad. I felt fucking terrible, but now I feel really great. Shit, what does that say about how we book our guests? <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs>
<laughs> I guess we gotta redo this process. Oh, fuck. Sorry like for that. Being on this platform. No, it's all good. It's like being on this platform and like, and I listen to, shout out, Basement Yard. Yeah. So, like, this, this kid, I'm about to talk to Greg, I'm about to talk to Joe. It's like, you know, you guys have like this huge fun. No, it's nerve wracking. Well, you know, again, we we appreciate it. Like, it, it really was like fun talking to you. It was a, it was a joy, and it was very interesting to to hear. So, you know, that's the whole point of the show. So, we re- really appreciate you, you know, coming on and, and and being so honest. Yeah, and definitely good to hear that you're in a good place and that you're a month clean. And hopefully, <laughs> you know, it stays that way. Good luck and. Please let us know how it goes when you meet the guy. Yeah, I need, I need to know about this. Oh, yeah. I will 100% update you guys. Thank you so much for allowing me to finally open up and use my voice and just get clean. I feel 100% better. I feel like this is the first step now. That's what we do. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you have a good rest of your night. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk soon, I guess. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good one. All right, before we get to our final thoughts, uh, we want to get to our next sponsor for today's show, which is OpenFit. Um, OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's like a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room. Because, you know, if, if if you're a person who doesn't work out like too often, maybe it's a little intimidating to go to a class, like a yoga class. For me personally, want to get into yoga, but I'm a little nervous about going to the classes. Because first of all, it's like all women. I don't want to... I just... It's a little intimidating. All right. Don't generalize. I'm not, I'm not, not generalizing sure. for the most part. At my gym, there's mostly women who go to the yoga class. No, you're right. I and, just did it. It's and true. I'm not flexible at all. So I feel like, oh, God. And I'm worried about being like, am I too far behind? Like these people know what like Warrior 97 is, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> so it's a little nerve wracking. So with OpenFit, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. You go at your own pace, and you can work out with amazing trainers like Andrea Rogers. Um, she's the founder of the Worldwide Sensation Extend Bar. Um, and you get all of these things, um, you know, and you can, if you want to just like increase your energy or if you're trying to lose some weight, you can lose up to 15 pounds in the first 30 days if you do it the right way. And these are serious workouts. This isn't like squeezing something in and you're going to want to work out again. Like these are, I start my days with these workouts sometimes. Right. And, and you could do it in as little as 10 minutes a day. Um, but OpenFit has changed the way people are working out and you can text our code OPL to 303030 and join in on the uh, fitness journey personalized just for you. And right now, during the Open Fit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners can get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to Open Fit when you text OPL to 303030. You will get full access to Open Fit, all the workouts and nutritional information, totally free. Again, all you have to do is text OPL to 303030. Let's get into shape, people. Well, that episode was... That was that was very interesting, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I was, I came into this like ready to challenge a lot of things. Yeah, and, like and you thought they were gonna be like, no, it's cool, it's fine. Yeah, or or they would be oblivious to, to the fact that it's foul. That it is foul, and you're lying, and these people are still victims in a sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you're you're lying no matter what. You're lying for ten years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but very self-aware. I think we caught her at a very interesting phase. Yeah, we caught her at the perfect time to be like, you know what, I'm over this. And that, especially that that answer she gave at the end there, like like I said, you could tell that it took a while for her to get to that point, to figure it out of being like, 
this isn't you know what it's easier to just be someone else and pretend mm -hmm. like this isn't you know hurting my feelings or just it's it's just a mask yeah it's putting a band-aid over a, a giant wound yeah it's like it's not fixing a, the problem at all you're just kind of like telling yourself it's making you feel better yeah you know? and like i can't lie like i've never done anything to that extent but remember chat rooms back in the day like AOL hell chat yeah rooms? the fun in that was i was anybody anybody and yeah. and, and you could say something you could do something and it would get a reaction there's no repercussions and there's strangers talking yeah yeah and there's a there is a rush to that i guess totally but no undeniably there is yeah but i mean for 10 years right. and to go to great lengths to to lie you know that that it's i i don't want to like completely like judge because i do get it you know, I do understand people who do that. Mm -hmm. I get the rush of being like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be someone I'm not, someone who gets attention. Right. Easy attention. Like, doesn't really have to work hard for it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's people who are like, I'm not that attractive, so I have to go out of my way to prove to people that my personality, like, outshot, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that, for them, they have no personality, and they're just attractive, but they get attention so easily. Mm -hmm. And I can see how you're like, I just want to know what it's like to live in that in those shoes for one day. Yeah, I mean, her story was so, like, human and real. Like, and I just want to say this. Very likable. Right. That's what threw me off guard right away. Uh, like, she hasn't... I don't know what it is, but the vibe, her voice, just the way that she was telling the stories. And the, and the fact that she was, like, super self-aware... Like hella chill, as she would say. Hella chill. Yeah, you could you could see how uh, like someone would be like, yeah, I'm friends with this person, and like, cause she's just like a likable person. Yeah. It, it to me, it's almost on. It's. I don't want to say it's sad, but it is like sad in a way to think that someone that cool. I mean, I don't fucking know her, but like we we know just from that mm -hmm. conversation that someone who could be that cool feels like they need to do this to make themselves feel better when it's like yo you're just cool like you just you, you're cool with just you just yeah you just, know just the fact that they are hurting inside and a lot of people around her probably couldn't see that because yeah. she it seems like she got a ton of attention it just wasn't always the type of attention that she wanted right she kind of got pigeonholed into like i was saying like a friend zone like a this is the chill person like i think yeah, a yeah. lot of us know you know someone like that in our lives and you know you almost just think like all attention is the same type of attention but for her yeah why why couldn't she play video games with you but also hold your hand you yeah know? yeah yeah um and there's definitely girls like that like you know everywhere like all the time and and i yeah. think as guys we think like oh she she wasn't even even thinking like that yeah she's it, just it, one of the guys like that's all she cares about she's yeah. not you know whatever but there is that side of it where where there's girls who are like you know but i also want to be the girl that guys yeah like go after and pursue and we are just like superficial and vain people and we put so much weight on looks that you know someone you know if as cool as she is in in like her friend group because clearly people liked her and would want to hang out with her that you know that could just be overlooked because whatever there's just no attraction there it's not that person's definition of hot or cute or whatever it is yeah um but yeah no there's that story it's just it's something that you like you wouldn't even notice like right. just observing people and friendships and relationships it would be very hard to notice the thing that she was feeling so i can see why that sparked this entire 
catfishing journey for her. Right. And then I guess once you start, it's just hard to stop because you, you are getting attention. It's a routine and you're used to it. And it's just, it's the rush probably never leaves. Yeah. And it's like a project, which to like me and probably a lot of other people is fun. Like you're just, you always have something you're working on. Like she's always collecting these photos. She's always keeping up with this other person's life and knowing who the friends are. It's like, uh, it's like a side gig or something like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's wild. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't want people to be listening and be like, Oh, there they go. They think everything's like, you know, okay and cool. <laughs> like that's, uh, we're not saying that, you know, like I'm not over here like, yo, you know what? People should do this. Like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, like, but obviously we're not going to, we're not going to beat someone down. Who's in a good place. Yeah. Because not at all. Especially because you had obviously, it's a we gr- don't think it's right. Right. And it's a great episode because it shows the entire journey. And like you can be understanding of something and not agree with it. Like we don't agree with fucking catfishing people. You shouldn't do that. But I can completely understand like the starting point and why it was started. Mm-hmm. And then I can also understand getting trapped in that. And even though I'm attractive now, I still have this thing that I'm doing. But I've just been in such a routine for so many years that it's like... I don't know how to stop. It's and also just a thing you're good at, which yeah. probably makes it hard to stop too. Right. And, I, I can and it's see like, that a, come it's out like a, of her it's little, a game. Like, good. It's a game too. It's like a game to, yeah. to people. And you know, again, it did anyone get hurt? Not really because if she's not taking money from people, she's not trying to fuck up people's lives and trying to hurt anyone. Then at the end of the day, it was just one big, like, insecurity project that she had and and no one got hurt like and if she was herself the whole time it was just you know i just was yeah i there's potential for people to get hurt i mean it seemed like positive reactions after which is extremely interesting yeah um but yeah and i mean going forward hopefully she doesn't feel like she needs to do that anymore um yeah and i mean who knows she could be starting a whole new in-person real-life relationship with this guy right now and yeah i mean i get the trust factor issue it it almost reminds me of when people start relationships but the relationship started because one of the people cheated on someone that they were with you know what i mean yeah 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 so it's like you have all this love for this person like a new relationship but then you remember like oh wait this person left someone else to To be be with with me yeah how do i know that's not gonna happen right yeah I mean, that's the risk everyone takes when you... This is true. But no, don't catfish. We don't condone it. But it was a cool perspective. But very interesting, just personal... Awesome way to end the season. Here. Yeah. I talk about other people's lives. Yeah, right? That was like t- th- a couple of people's lives. <laughs> 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 a couple of people's lives. Yeah. Oh, shit. But, oh, man. Oh, I'm sad that we have to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many more people out there. To well, talk we're not going to take a break. We're still going to take calls and emails, which, by the way, that's something I did want to say before we ended this episode. Just because we're taking time off does not mean that you sh- shouldn't send us emails. If anything, this is the time to send us emails. This is the time to reach out and be like, hey, I have a thing. And because we're still recording, you know, every week we're in here recording stuff. We're just stockpiling them. Oh, yeah. So that we can have an episode to get to you guys every single week. Yeah. Uh, and I've noticed season. a lot of people, like she just said it have said that they've been listening to the show since the start and then it finally hits them like, okay, I'm going to email with my story. Right. So if, you know, if you're sitting on a story and you're not sure, just shoot over a message because you never know. 
these, some of these also, episodes turn out to be Also, if you want, great. shoot over a message, but you could also be like, but I'm nervous to talk about it right now, and we'll just stay in contact, and whenever you're ready to do that, then, you know, we'll do it, and, and you know, whatever. I like it. Very true. Yeah, so, because, you know, we're interested. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you guys uh, want to find us, you can go follow the Instagram at OPL Podcast. Yes, a lot of big things coming there, guys. We're going to, you know, we'll stay active, but once the new season kicks off, a lot of... Uh, it's going IG down. activity, so follow that. It's OPL definitely going down. Podcast. Uh, and you guys can also uh, email us by going to OPLshow.com uh, and click on the contact button. And there's a you know a form there that you could send us, and we will definitely vet through all those emails. Yep. And then Patreon, we actually will have a new one either right before or right after... Uh, this episode comes out. We'll have a new Patreon, a get to know our listeners episode where listeners reached out to us and kind of told them their, you know, OPL thing, whatever it may be, uh, secret, something they've never told anyone or just, you know, their life, a hobby, whatever it may be. So it's a cool way to for us to get to know our, our listeners and our patrons. Uh, so we're going to be super active on the Patreon coming up as well. We're going to talk to a bunch of previous guests. Uh, we're going to do more uh, answering your questions. So you can go to patreon.com slash OPL show and keep up with us there. But don't worry, guys. We're going to be back in no time. Six weeks. It's nothing. It's nothing. Don't never... forget about us. Yeah, don't forget about us. Um, but yeah, that is all. See you guys next season. Mm-hmm.